the podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Okuta. Hi, welcome to another episode of the I3L podcast. The I3L podcast is your leadership intervention to make sure that your leadership journey is beautiful and your experience wonderful. With the I3L podcast, we have a goal of reducing your learning curve and maximizing your effectiveness in leadership. We have been on a series of topics in the last two episodes in which we want to improve, increase, maximize your effectiveness in leadership. So last week we spoke about navigating crisis, where we brought to you what the issues about crisis that in health organizations, crisis is not necessarily bad, but in health organizations, like Patrick Lencioni said, is that we crisis is always the pursuit of truth so that we have better solutions for the organization. But in unhealthy organizations, crisis becomes a platform for politics. Now, if your organization is filled with politics, it's because it is unhealthy. It is unhealthy. And one thing about unhealthy organization is that they may still be producing, but they have started going into decadence. Now, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, I advise that you go and check it and download it and listen to it. So we continue this week, which we're trying to decipher what is the one thing that all exceptional leaders really, really have. We know sometimes some of them have courage, yes, some of them have um, luck time, some of them came up about the time in which probably that was what was needed. But if you look at all exceptional leaders from time memorial, from the time of Napoleon to the time of even uh, Martin Luther King to Mahatma Gandhi to all great leaders, there's something in which I can see all of them have. And that's what we are trying to figure out today. It's something that if you do not have it, it would put a lead on the effectiveness of your leadership. In, in other words, it would determine how great you would be. But if you have it, it will become a force multiplier, making sure that your leadership is great and it would become that there will be no more lead, as it were, for your leadership. I call that what we call humility. Humility. Now, humility is so important in leadership because it's not the first thing we think about when we survey all great leaders when we think about all their achievements when we think about all their attainments when we think about the kind of results that they had in difficult and trying circumstances so humility is not the first thing but do you know something all great leaders all great leaders study them all great leaders have always had this humility as something as a virtue with them and that's why they actually became great you know humility like C.S. Lewis said is not thinking less of yourself but it's thinking of yourself less so humility it's one trait that that all exceptional leaders have so when Alan Mulali became CEO of Ford the first thing he told them 
was that he had he knew nothing about cars. He has he has a first degree in um, in aerodynamics, uh, aeronautics engineering, second degree in aeronautics engineering. He but he, he knew nothing about mechanical cars, and he knew everything about aeroplanes, but nothing. So when he became CEO, that humility opened up the space for him in Ford Motors. And how do I know? When the global financial crisis came in 2008, as I was watching all the leaders, all the leader, all the uh, uh, car manufacturing companies come together, it was only Ford that could ask that they never needed the bailout. Why? Alamulali had worked on them. So if you listen to all great leaders, if you listen to all the things that all great leaders have done, two things have become uh, uh, are clear. It is the fact that they are all great, great leaders. So on the subject of humility was Mother Teresa who said, if you are humble, nothing will touch you, neither praise or disgrace, because you know what you are. Similarly, Gandhi reminds us that it's unwise to be too sure of one's wisdom. Unwise to be too sure of one's wisdom. It is healthy to be reminded that the strongest might weaken and the weakest, the, we the wisest, might err. So now, when you look at all exceptional leaders, all great leaders, it's clear that they always have this thing in their mind that they may be holding the strongest position, the biggest position in an organization, but they know that they do not have all the answers. They may be the wisest person, as it were, on the table, the most powerful person on the table, but they know that it's inevitable that they would one day err. So they're looking and they're looking out for that this they do not err. So they never leverage power for themselves. They never leverage power for their interest, but they leverage it for the organization they, they lead. That's why famed author Jim Collins once stated that humility and the resolve to win are the two of the greatest practices of exceptional leaders. After this pandemic, it's become imperative that what used to work has been disrupted. So we need to find new ways of delivering value. So how do you deliver value when you know that you may be the smartest person in the room? If you tell people that you're the smartest person in the room and you probably show them that you're the smartest person in the room, what they'll be looking out for is to show you that you are really dumb. But if you come to the table and ask that, look, I come to this table not doing anything, but for the organization's sake, what is what what can we do in order to further the organization then you will come to understand that people could help you out there's no painful or what i call no more painful experiences to know that a solution that can transform an organization a company or a team to win or break even lies within an organization but they were never assessed by the leaders because humility was lacking. They were never assessed. And there are too many examples about that. So have you seen leaders or people in leadership, they blew up opportunities because they lacked humility? In fact, around the whole world, one of, the, one of them was, 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 was clear very recently. I mean, if humility was involved, I think that someone like the guy who lost the election in America would not have lost the election, you understand? Because it was just humility that would have empathy and things will have gone and you would have won. So have you ever experienced a situation where you're worried or something for many weeks and just voiced out to someone and the person told you that, look, I have the answer. I imagine, what if, what if, what if you never really voice out? So humility is what I call the, fact, the X factor in leadership. It's the frontier 
that unleashes the frontier that unleashes exceptional leadership before we continue before we just move on to humility and continue with humility the certain things that we must be clear humility is not lack of confidence no no humility is not lack of confidence it's not having a subservient nature or lack of ambition it's not a sense of lack of dignity it's not it's not a lack of shame it's not a sense of insignificance or inferiority according to the asian historian john dr john dixon he said humility is a noble choice to forego your status, deploy your resources, or use your influence for the good of others before yourself. And it's marked by a willingness to hold power in the service of others. I found that definition to be extremely powerful. The noble choice to forego your status, deploy your resources, or use your influence for the good of others before yourself. And it's marked by the willingness to hold power in the service of others. That is the reason why when Jim Collins was studying all great leaders, all leaders that rose above themselves, they found out that they were able, because of the, what the organization stood to gain before and over themselves, to subdue their own status, their own ego, their own emotions for the good of the organization. So humility now becomes like your best thinking. When things are limited, we have internal strength to take a superior advice that even goes beyond your philosophy. So you can forego, like Dr. John Dixon said, we can forego your own good, your own influence. I can use the influence organization for the best of, not only for yourself, but for the best of the generality of the people. So it takes humility to serve the organization. It takes humility to subdue even your own views that could even further your own interest, but you will use it for the f interest of the organization. It takes humility. And serving people and organization would mean, would mean putting down your own ego and subdue them for the general good. Letting go of your rights so that our rights can be enforced. Letting go of your own right as a leader so that our general right as an organization, as a team, can be, can be enforced. Now, people that can make cost correction in life can only do so because they learn. And if they learn, if someone is unwilling to learn or thinks or knows she knows all and does not adapt to change, in the midst of change, then that person will be left behind by the world. Like I think I said, even now, disruption has been disrupted. So the degree of humility of a leader is, good, is going to be the determinant factor if an organization or a group of organizations or a team or even a country can adapt to the changes that are taking place and the changes are enormous and swift and are unforgiven. So if they are unforgiven, then you've got to understand that humility becomes the role in which organizations can actually can actually win. So humility is the one trait that one trait that all exceptional leaders have that they can harness with themselves. And with that, they can use high performance because their ego does not stand in the way of judgment. And high performance teams are always, almost always led by humble leaders because they do not allow their ego to stand in line of what's going to take place. So in crisis, all, only, human, only humble leaders can take the best out of followers. So you want to do something for the leader because you know that the leader will do something for you. The leader stands for you. The leader does not think about himself. So if you look at it clearly, whenever crises arise, only humble leaders can 
can act collaboratively. Only home leaders can assess the collective intelligence of the organization, of the people, the, or the team that they're leading. Therefore, only humble leaders can have the X factor in leadership. Wow. Humility becomes a differentiating factor that will change or transform every other person. So great people can lead, but when crisis comes, you will never be able to assess the greatness or the resources available to an organization because humility is lacking. So ending today's topic or today's podcast, as the X Factor in Leadership, the question will now be how humble are you? How humble are you? How would how noble would you want to go to focus your status, to deploy your resources, not for your interest, but for the interest of the organization and the general one of us. Because like Michael Jordan said, he said team split championship. Um, individual split championship but teams win championship. So individual split again but teams win championship. So for the generality of us all, how are we going to win? How are we going to win? So you're going to deploy your resources, your best thinking, not for you, but for the organization. Wow. The I feel podcast comes to you every single week to give you best class thinking, best in the world thinking, so that you will never, never, never be the same again. And um, we're always grateful for those of you who have le- who've always taken in the part of you to learn about the X Factor or any of the things that we've spoken about in leadership. We're really, really very grateful. And if you've enjoyed us, please give us a, uh, a rating on any of the services that you really want to have. And if you want us uh, to do better, you can always send us a mail at... Um, at uh, Oguta Podcast, and or you can just send us an email at coach dot at kyodoguta.com. Coach at kyodoguta.com. Like we say, share widely if you've been blessed by this podcast, and we will be with you same time next week with another edition of the I3L Podcast. God bless you as we prepare for the new year. Please, we will also be giving you some webinars. Be on the lookout. You can always check kyodeguta.com kyodeguta.com to see if there's any new webinar on the way. God bless you. Take care.